on KFH. Go lit for you. My middle school rock and roll band played this song. We were pretty awesome. Uh, busy night here on KFH. Here's what's on tap on the networks today. Six o'clock, you've got the Wichita State Coaches Show with Isaac Brown. You've got the Coaches Show with Keith Adams for women's basketball at seven. The Coaches Show with volleyball head coach Chris Lamb at eight. Monday Night Football moves over to KNSS. That's what's on tap here today on our family of networks. Uh, hey, Jake. Tommy. Yes, Chad. What was the name of that middle school band? Epic. Yeah. Epic. Okay. I was the drummer. <laughs> I was the drummer. We were fantastic. We were really, really cool. As awesome as you can imagine. That was us. You probably got all the girls in middle school, didn't you? We were around them. Whether I talked okay. to them or not is a different Fair story. Enough. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, I was the strong, silent type, as in I was terrified <laughs> of girls, didn't talk to them until, I don't know, I was probably like 19. Um yeah, uh, but hey, we look good, and we sounded good, at least in our own eyes. K-State football, that there we go. That that was what I felt like could happen and should happen in that game. I just I felt like K-State was just better than Baylor, and they are better than Baylor. And I do think K-State is the second-best team in this league. Um, I think that what happened against Texas still makes me scratch my head because I still can't figure out how that's even possible that that happened in the first half of that game. So the good news is now they can cast it aside and control their own destiny. K-State, even before the Texas loss, was never going to play themselves into the CFP. It wasn't going to happen. So that's okay, right? It wasn't going to happen, so now you get into a situation where the Texas loss doesn't really matter because the goal doesn't change. The goal is to win a Big 12 title. And they're in the driver's seat. They're sitting there now uh, with a game in hand on Oklahoma State, a game in hand on Baylor with a one-game lead on both of them. So really, it's a two-game lead. Texas, they still have a one-game lead on, but they do not have the tiebreaker there. Texas still gets KU this weekend, and they get to host Baylor. So Texas, um, I mean, you know, they can, they'll be favorites in both of those games. So if you're Kansas State, you got to take care of your business. You got to get the wins on the road at West Virginia, which we know each and every week. We don't need to say it is always difficult. I don't care what you think about West Virginia. Going there to win is always hard. And then you're going to have an opportunity for Kansas to play major, 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 major spoiler potentially in that finale. So K-State, it's all there in front of you. K-State will also be favored in the two games that they have remaining on their schedule. I assume. I haven't looked at the line this weekend, but um, if West Virginia is favored there, hammer the money line. I don't think they will be. I think K-State will be favored. Um, that was really impressive. And you've got a situation now, Tommy. I don't know how much of a controversy there's going to be left here because it's going to be, I would assume, the Will Howard show as Adrian Martinez, whatever that is with his leg, he just can't get through it and it keeps nagging at him. And I would be willing to bet, and some of the things said afterward, I'm going to guess that it becomes the Will Howard show and Adrian Martinez becomes the safety valve, which, again, is a really nice place to be if you're a football program because I think Adrian Martinez will be bought into that. These two guys seem to get along great. And the Will Howard story, from what we saw last year and even two years ago to some degree, but especially last year, to what we're seeing right now is as 
crazy a turnaround and development of a player as I can ever remember. And and Tommy, as I think about that, because I do, I'm like, God, I just cannot believe how much better he looks. Maybe that shouldn't surprise us. And I think we're going to start to see quarterbacks lining up to play in Manhattan. Because to a different degree, we saw the same thing with Skylar Thompson. The player Skylar Thompson was before he got some time in with Chris Kleiman and staff to last year when he had full time, that development into an NFL caliber player surprised me then too. So maybe it shouldn't surprise me that we've seen this with Will Howard now. And again, the quarterback whisperer strikes again. We should get super hyped about Avery Johnson and his long-term prospects. And and I think they're going to become a bit of a little quarterback you here because Kleiman just does it over and over again with these guys. And how many times have we talked about that with Chris Kleiman? I mean, that that that's kind of his reputation, right? He knows and it goes how to way work back. with quarterbacks. Goes a yeah. lot, goes all the way back to North Dakota State. He did it with Carson Wentz, uh, developed him and made him a an NFL draft pick. And you know, of course, you can say what you want about Carson Wentz now, uh, but an MVP there was a period of time at one point, yeah, right, I mean, absolutely. And and a lot of that development uh, came from Chris Kleiman in North Dakota State. So um, yeah, I mean, he absolutely knows how to develop quarterbacks. And the fact that Will Howard has been able to come in not just on one occasion, but on multiple occasions this season and not just look competent, but look uh, really good. That's a sigh of relief for Kansas State fans everywhere. Um, and there are multiple programs around the country that cannot say with any degree of certainty that if their starting quarterback goes down, that there's somebody else that can step in and be just as, if not potentially even more effective than their starting quarterback in Manhattan at Kansas state. That's not the case. Will Howard has been able to not only step in and fill in, but he's been able to step in and lead this team to victories and keep them in the driver's seat in the big 12 title hunt. So, you know, again, you, you want, you want to see Adrian Martinez fully healthy. Uh, they brought him into Manhattan for a reason, but if it does end up being the Will Howard show, for the rest of the season, you have to feel fairly confident with where this team is going. Well, and the thing I think you can do with Adrian Martinez, if this indeed happens like we think it will, and we'll have Tim Fitzgerald in Thursday to, to give us his insight, but I, I think what it does is Adrian Martinez and the way he can run absolutely gives you the opportunity to not do a true two-quarterback system, but to bring him in for drives and packages to try and keep a defense on its heels. You know, if you've got Howard doing what he does, and Howard was efficient, right? 19 of 27, just under 200 yards, three touchdowns. But it, it most importantly, and we wanted this out of Adrian Martinez before the year two, they're, they're keeping defenses and playing well enough to allow Deuce Vaughn to, be, to do his thing. And that's always going to be the most important thing for this offense, in my opinion. Now, Howard has become more than that, and Adrian Martinez became more than that. I do think there is a place for both of these guys to be able to play. First priority, though, is to get Adrian Martinez healthy. Um, if he can't run effectively because of whatever it is that's ailing him, you've got to, as much as you can, ice him until he can. Because if you can get back to that point, then you can have Howard play 65% of the game, right? Take 65% of the snaps, let Adrian Martinez play some too, and just leave that threat of the run in there. That's going to be hard for a defense to defend. And if you can figure out a way to do it where you don't, where they come in and out within a drive, I mean, that's that stuff works in college football. So these are all good things. And 
I, I love this for Will Howard. His teammates clearly love this guy. And he took a lot of heat, man, last year. And again, I've said this before. I think there are people like trying to throw out receipts on Will Howard stuff from last year. And I think that that's misplaced. Will Howard didn't play well last year. That's not like a, that's not receipts. That's not bulletin board material. That's tangibly what happened, right? He just, he did not play well last year. Now this year, he's playing really well. And let's just be happy for the guy because it was never like a personal issue with Will Howard. God, he handled it well. But now he looks like if you watch him play and you see his body type, Will Howard has a really big opportunity here to make himself a quarterback that plays on Sundays. He'll probably get the starts the rest of the way if he stays healthy. My guess is he would come back next year and be the unquestioned starter with a chance to really show his skills for the NFL. He's huge, right? Like he has some of the things NFL teams want. Now with now he can work on those things and you know there won't be any controversy. If Will Howard comes back, Tommy, I mean I don't think there's any question he's going to be the starter next year. As amazing as Avery Johnson looks and he does. Just watch his high school highlights. We say it all the time. Never seen a high school player throw the ball Adrian Mar- the way that Avery Johnson throws the ball. Never. And he's an incredible athlete and really really fast. That's fine. Will Howard if he comes back is likely the starter all year next year and it makes K-State an instant contender in the Big 12 again next year as well. My instant gut reaction when you say that Will Howard could play football on Sunday. Isn't that crazy? Be, you know, it, it'd be, I'd be like, hey, let's pump the brakes a little bit on Will Howard, except for the fact that there is history with Chris Kleiman quarterbacks yes. going to the next level. Skyler Last Thompson year. is with yeah. the Dolphins right now. And I would have never, ever, ever thought that Skyler Thompson would be an NFL caliber quarterback. Uh, but he's there and he's on a roster right now. So I guess anything is possible. And yeah, if that development continues, for Will Howard from last year to this year and then next year, you never know. Never say never. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on it, but hey, I would say that if the development continues, then yeah, you you never know what could happen there. I think I want to go back to the Baylor game just in general on Saturday. We talk about the quarterback, right? We talk about Will Howard, talk about what's going on long-term there. And that's great and absolutely worthy of discussion. But probably what's even more worthy of discussion discussion is the fact that Kansas State held Baylor to three points. And that was, without a doubt, one of the more dominant defensive performances that we've seen from Kansas State in a long time. Clearly, and this might be the understatement of the year, clearly they focused and doubled down on stopping the run after what B. John Robinson did to them a week ago against Texas. They held Richard Reese, who is one of the most talented freshmen in the country, to 54 yards rushing on nine carries. Craig Williams, he only rushed for 17 yards. He's a great running back, too. Baylor is a, was a top-five running team in the Big 12 And Kansas State, all they did was just really sell out to stop the run. Of course, they also were able to get Blake Shapin to throw two interceptions in that game. That was a great defensive performance from Kansas State. It was a great win, yes. I. It's just, this is, they did that in the Texas game. They did that in the second half of the Texas game, right? Robinson torched them in the first half. And in the second half, they came in and stopped it. That's what makes me so... I don't know if it makes me angry, but it kind of makes me angry the way that first half went down against Texas because it just didn't make any sense, right? They knew what Texas was going to do, and Texas did it anyway. They haven't let anybody do that to them all year, and they haven't 
in the second half of that game now we see you know we see him solve it so whatever that was was just annoying but TCU took care of business and now K-State doesn't matter anymore they've got a tough road game that they've got to go win and then they get Kansas and they're right back in control and Tommy but look, I'll ask I, you I had I had concerns. We talked about it last week. I had concerns overall about the defense because, yeah, we saw what they did in the second half against Texas. Right. And, of course, we saw what they did in the first half against Texas. And so my my question was, can they sustain an elite defensive effort for an entire game long term? They absolutely answer that question against Baylor. Well, and and it shows us that, that the first half against Texas was the aberration, right? Because – yeah. 90% of the time this year, that defense has been one of, if not the best in the Big 12. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, I, I think that that's still the case. I thought that, or they wouldn't have been able to correct it against Texas. So, either way, they're right back in the driver's seat. They're right back where they want to be. They will be the favorite the rest of the way in the games they play. And, listen, if we're sitting right here, right now, neutral field against TCU, with a healthy quarterback, if you can get it, I'm not sure how much, if at all, better TCU is than Kansas State. And I like TCU. I was all over them this weekend. I thought that was an egregious line to favor Texas by seven points. Um, I'm not sure that TCU is. And if they are better than Kansas State, because they beat them, it's not by much. You put them on a neutral field, I'll take my shot if I'm K-State. you got to get there first. But, man, there's a decent chance that K-State could win a Big 12 title. It would be uh, an incredible game to watch. TCU, for being 10-0, they've been consistently underrated as this year has gone on. I know that's hard to believe, considering they're, what, fourth in the country and they're in the CFP. But the fact that they were underdogs against Texas and they're undefeated uh, was crazy to me. And they've been questioned throughout the course of the entire season. But the way K-State is playing defense right now, and if Will Howard continues with what he's been able to do, Man, that would be an incredible game for the Big 12 championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm getting excited about that. I'm getting excited thinking about it. Not quite as exciting for KU this weekend. We'll talk about that when we return on Sports Daily.